You're listening to a bonus episode preview available to all Driftoff Premium members. You can listen to the whole story and other episodes while enjoying ad-free listening by becoming a premium member at driftoff.supercast.com or you can find the link in the show notes. That's driftoff.supercast.com. Welcome to Drift Off, bedtime stories to help you unwind, relax, and drift off. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Joanne, and it's a pleasure helping you get restful sleep. This week on Drift Off, we're asking you to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review. This is a free way to support the podcast while giving you a chance to share what you love about the show. You can let us know which episode is your favorite, and it helps other sleepy listeners discover Drift Off too. It's super easy. Hop onto Apple Podcasts, scroll down our show page, select a star rating, and then tap Write a Review. We'll be sure to take a look and share some of our fan favorites and upcoming episodes. Thank you for your support. It truly is an honor helping you get restful sleep. Tonight I will be reading An Invitation Given on Impulse by Lucy Maud Montgomery, the 35th short story in a collection of short stories written by the author in the year 1900. This story takes place in a girls' boarding school, and I hope you enjoy it. And so as always, my friend. Settling comfortably under the covers. Take a full, comfortable breath. And as you exhale, relax and let go. Allow any tension to just melt away. sinking deeper and deeper down into the surface that you're resting on. There is nothing else to do and nowhere else to be. So just lay back, relax, and enjoy the story. It was a gloomy Saturday morning. The trees in the oak lawn grounds were tossing wildly in the gusts of wind, and sodden brown leaves were blown up against the windows of the library, where a score of girls were waiting for the principal to bring the mail in. The big room echoed with the pleasant sound of girlish voices and low laughter, for in a fortnight, school would close for the holidays and they were all talking about their plans and anticipations. Only Ruth Mannering was, as usual, 
sitting by herself near one of the windows, looking out on the misty lawn. She was a pale, slender girl with a sad face and was dressed in rather shabby black. She had no special friend at Oaklawn, and the other girls did not know much about her. If they had thought about it at all, they would probably have decided that they did not like her, but for the most part, they simply overlooked her. This was not altogether their fault. Ruth was poor and apparently friendless, but it was not her poverty that was against her. Lou Scott, who was as poor as a church mouse, to quote her own frank admission, was the most popular girl in the seminary, the boon companion of the richest girls and in demand with everybody. But Lou was jolly and frank and off-handed, while Ruth was painfully shy and reserved, and that was the secret of the whole matter. There was no fun in her, the girls said, and so it came about that she was left out of their social life and was almost as solitary at Oaklawn as if she had been the only girl there. She was there for the special purpose of studying music and expected to earn her own living by teaching it when she left. She believed that the girls looked down on her on this account. This was unjust, of course, but Ruth had no idea how much her own coldness and reserve had worked against her. Across the room, Carol Golden was, as usual, the center of an animated group. Golden Carol, as her particular friends sometimes called her, partly because of her beautiful voice and partly because of her wonderful fleece of golden hair. Carol was one of the seminary pets and seemed to Ruth Mannering to have everything that she had not. Presently, the mail was brought in and there was a rush to the table.